Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I made a terrible mistake, but I have a very good excuse for making the mistake. I'm honestly ashamed of you right now. And I, I don't... I can't say that I've ever been disappointed in you, but I am officially disappointed in you because this is just inexcusable. How long have I been talking about the calendar project? Oh my gosh, well over a month. I got this idea in my head that Callie and I need to get calendars, like desk calendars, the big ones, and then mark off because we're we're figuring out this small business thing as we go and what is what's been most challenging to us is just running out of time right. like we overcommit ourselves because cuz we're just there's just a lot of chaos i don't think we overcommit ourselves so much as we're not good at staggering our dates and so like one week we'll have like 10 things due and the next week we'll have like nothing And I saw this Instagram post, or maybe it was a TikTok or whatever, where somebody got big calendars and then they used different color post-its to cover the days so you can actually look at your calendar and see how much time you have available. I'm like, I want to do that. So I ordered calendars to for for because you could get July this month through the end of next year, you could get 18 month desk calendars. So I ordered one of them and I also bought a whole bunch of different color post-its. Here's the problem, the mistake that I made and and my excuse for making it. I bought off-brand post-its and they're all, and just, they're already falling off the calendar. Which you just don't do. Like there are a couple things that you just, you know, they can't play, replace the original. Now, did you not know that you ordered the off-brand? No, I or I I didn't even pay attention to the brand. So you're be- just like, "Oh, square color things in highlighter colors." Yes. Yeah, these work. Yes. They're the right size. And the reason that I didn't realize it was that big of a deal is because I have been a corporate slave for my entire life. So I've been able to steal post-its from work. I've never had to actually pay for a post-it because I would just go to the supply closet and be like, I need post-its. You've never had to order post-its. Yeah. I've never had to buy them. Yeah. But now that I have, I realize there's, there's different, there's different levels of the stickability. Well, because post-its, the brand name, they're owned by 3M. And as we all know, 3M makes the stickiest stick. Do we all know that? I didn't know that. You don't know that 3M makes like the best. Steve from ever. Apopka, who calls us every now and again, yeah. and leaves us a voicemail, said, Jeff, he's so upset with me because <laughs> he saw your post on Instagram. He's like, here's a few things that you don't. There's no wiggle room on. Toilet like, paper. Is toilet paper one of them? Post-its. Pop-tarts. That is true. Q-tips. That is true. And cologne. Well, I would say I would add to that toilet paper because if you 
bought off well, brand I, toilet paper and then you're like, wow, why did I buy prison toilet paper? I was going to say also um, Kleenex, like tissues. Yeah, nothing else is the same. Yeah. So, and then he pointed out cologne. And you know what? That is true because when I was broke, broke, I used to buy like the Pola, P-O-L-A. You know, it's kind of like the polo, but it was the polo. No way. Or polo. Or like, the, you know, the CK Uno. And it just didn't, it just didn't have the same effect on the ladies yeah. as the original stuff Yeah, it did. doesn't stick around. You spray it once and by the time you get to your car, it's gone. Yeah. So, uh, so today I will be looking for some name brand, brightly colored post-its. 3M. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for Amazon, which gets stuff delivered right to your door, including off-brand post-its. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the ability to work on our business this week. We have the Pick Me Up newsletter every Tuesday, right to your email box. The 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 Pick Me Up exists to put a smile on your face. So if it comes in and you're having a great day, don't open it. But if if Thursday, for example, is really frustrating Save it for a bad day, yes, yeah, scroll back. And I was thinking today, why did we decide to send it on Tuesday? And it's because we decided that Tuesday is the new Monday. Yeah, Tuesday is definitely the new Monday. And the pick me up is sponsored by Georgia's own credit union. And they announced that today they are making an announcement about new rates on auto loans, like new and used and refinancing. So I think that's going to be really good judging on what I like based on what I know about what's going on in the world right now. Um, these are going to be some great rates. So if you're thinking about buying a new or a used car, or you want to refinance uh, your loan, definitely check out George's own Instagram, because they're going to be posting today what those rates are, and you can get a great deal. And they're at, I don't know why I said at, like, how old am I? Their Instagram <laughs> handle is George's own CU. Before I share, I have a, I, I went down a um, Richard Branson wormhole after yesterday's show. Oh, I did too. To just try to learn about him and, and, and understand why he wanted to be the first to space and all of that stuff. And I found a quote from him that I thought was really incredible. But before I share it, I would like to feel a little bit less alone. So I'm hoping, Callie, you will support me on this. Have you ever taken a screenshot of something? Because I took a screenshot of this Richard Branson quote that I'm about to share. And so it's in my camera yeah. roll, right? And I know it's in my camera roll because I just opened up my camera roll and I'm looking at it. But because of it's a, because it's a screenshot of Instagram, I attempt to scroll yes. like it's okay. Yeah. I do that all the time. I do that every time. I do it too with where I'm looking at it and I know it's the screenshot, but there's something linkable yes. in the original article. And I try to click through the link. I'm like, ah, this, this, this screenshot that I took has half of a picture on it. It's the quote, and then it's half of an Instagram so you're like, oh, I wonder what's below there. But it has a couple dots. 
So there's more than one picture. So I'm trying oh. to scroll to the other picture. I'm like, what am I, you idiot. So anyways, here's the Richard Branson quote that I thought was so cool. And then I thought about it and I realized how much I took his advice as a younger person mm-hmm. and how mu- how unlikely I would be to take it now. And I think we should embrace it more as grown folk as we did than we did when we were kids. Is that the okay. first time you've ever said grown folk? Because that was a weird thing for you to say. Why? That's what we are. We're grown. We're adults. Grown-ups, adults. Yeah, grown, grown folk. Grown folk is like, that's like something my grandma would say. We're grown folk. All right, here's the quote. If someone offers you an amazing opportunity, but you're not sure that you can do it, say yes and figure out how to do it later. I did that with my first major market radio job. I was working in radio, generally speaking, you start in a smaller market and you work your way up. So, And you could move 10 times. Yeah. And you work your way up to what's called the majors. And the majors are the top 10 markets. Mm-hmm. Um, New York, LA, Chicago, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Washington, D.C., Detroit, Houston, Dallas, Philadelphia, and you I think I'm from Philadelphia. I did. Boston was one when I was coming up. But anyways, so those are the majors. I worked part-time in Syracuse, New York, which was market like 60 or 70, took a full-time job in an unrated market. Like it was market 200 and. 20, which is considered un like it's way down. It's there. like nobody cares. Yeah. Quit that job because I didn't like it. Moved back home with mom and dad. And I was working at a collection agency calling people up saying, Hey, your lease, this is how long ago it was. <laughs> your lease for your fax machine. Oh, nice. Your lease for your fax machine is past due. Can you make a payment today? That was my job. And I'm and 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 a friend that of a like the worst job ever. It was terrible. And a, but I was really good at it. Were you? Really good. One like of really good at talking people into paying. Got got every month I got bonuses. Nice. Yeah. But do you get bonused on that based on how much yes. you get people to pay? Yes. The number you would get there are two bonuses, dollar amounts and number of closed accounts like an account will be considered closed when, when it's it, paid off when it went back to like regular billing yeah when it was no longer past due and i was really good at i was i was really good at both nice. and there was a guy one of the one of the few times a guy tried to fist fight me a guy named dennis i don't remember his last name it was like o'dwyer or something it's quite a name and he was like i was 22 crushing it like charming all these people into paying their bills. He was 50 something and was the reigning champ, but I come in and I'm crushing it. And he, and he ended up, there was some little scam that he was pulling to try to make it look like he was getting more collections than I was. He was in on it with the receptionist. Mm. Remember this. 
And I think he was, I think when just random payments would come in, cause people would pay by paper check. She was like, he's like, Hey, I'll split my bonus with you. If you just assign those to me Oh, sketchy, or something sketchy. like that. And I figured it out and I told on him. And then like a month after I quit, I'm sitting at a bar in Syracuse on an outside patio. And he walks by and he tries to fist fight me. <gasps> That's such a, was that the company that wound up going out of business because it was totally sketchy? It was a pyramid scheme. It was the <laughs> biggest, it was like the biggest. It didn't like the literal founder of it. Didn't he jail. go to, yeah, he went jail. to prison. Yep. Is he still there? No, he's out. I just Googled him like a month ago to see what was up. <laughs> it was a huge, it was a big deal. And it was a pyramid scheme. And it was like the biggest pyramid scheme in the country before Bernie Madoff did Did it. you know that it was like sketchy when you were no. in it? Uh-uh. I was like 22 years old. Well, I know, but were you like, oh, this is like, these guys are weird. No, because I wasn't on the sketchy side of it. The, the sketchy side of it was them making up in order to get more investors. Like, let's say they leased a thousand fax machines a month. They were telling investors that they had leased 5,000. And then, and, and so... Getting more investment money they would than get paying more off investment. the old investors yes. with that money. Exactly. Yeah. That's, um, I, the only reason I asked that is because, and this is like very scandalous and this is definitely not on our schedule. So I can't really believe that I'm bringing this up, but there, one of my friends was in, uh, like an assistant at this company and at the company I worked at. No, 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 no. Oh. A different company. And she wasn't privy to anything that would make her think that anything was illegal. But she kind of knew, like, what clients paid the company-ish, you know? Like, she's like, well, I know what we sell this stuff for. And I also know that my boss gets two new Bentleys every six months. And so uh, she was kind of putting two and two together. So I was like, are you the guy at the company that's like... Now that you look back on it, you're like, oh, yeah, that oh, stuff I was had, shady. I had no idea. I was broke. So I would wake up. In, it was in, a paycheck. In my parents' house. I would walk down to the corner and get on the city bus, take the city bus to downtown Syracuse. I would have, this is, a, the, I mean, the, I was broke, but it was a great time. And I would go into the office and I would crank away and I was great at it. So I enjoyed the job. Like yeah. I didn't mind the job so I would crush it. Then here's the crazy part about it. I would take my lunch break and David Muir, who is currently the anchor of ABC World News Tonight, who was my best friend in high school, he worked for his mom's company. Like his mom was a, I don't know what she did, but he they worked together. Like she might've been a receptionist and he was like a file clerk or something mm -hmm. at a bank right across the street. So David and I would meet and buy hot dogs from a cart, like Bob Barker's hot dog cart. I love it. We would sit outside and we would eat hot dogs. That's so weird. Like yeah. I used to have hot dogs with the anchor of ABC World News tonight. So weird. What was I talking about before this? Richard Branson and the quote. Yes. So anyways, <laughs> I quit the radio job that I didn't like was doing fax machine collections for a pyramid scheme while having lunch with David Muir. Eating hot dogs. Eating hot dogs. And I sent a resume and some, some radio ideas to Boston, 
which was a major market at the time. I think they've fallen out to the top 10 since then, but they were a top 10 radio station at the top, top 10 radio market at the time. And they hired me. I didn't even question it. I hopped in my Ford Escort and drove to Boston and I ended up working in Boston in a year and a half, for, for a year and a half and then ended up going to Tucson, Arizona, then ended up going to Philadelphia, then coming to Atlanta. And it was the, it was the start of an incredible radio career, but I never questioned or doubted if I would be capable to go from working an unranked market to Boston, Massachusetts. I just did it. And could you imagine, you know me, could you imagine the stress and anxiety if that opportunity presented itself right now? No, which is insane because now you would completely overanalyze every single little thing. Yes. Yeah. Wouldn't we all? As, oh, I totally would. As grown folk? As like, adults? Yeah. Think of what you did as a college student or even a high school student that you would never even consider now because of, I don't know, risk awareness or worry about failure or concern of ego. Like no part of me when I was 20 years old and took that job in Boston, no part of me was like, oh, if I fail at this, the whole world is going to laugh at me. I would just completely, I just went completely confident that I would win. That was me getting my job at the Grammy office. Right. I got my job at the Grammy office. I didn't know. Um, I was 20. Exactly. I didn't know really what the company did at all. I didn't even like totally realize what, like I knew the Grammys, but I didn't know the connection to what the job was. My roommate had the job and she was like, Hey, I'm, you know, doing a semester abroad. You should apply for this thing. And I was like, okay. And they're like, you're hired. I'm like, cool. What do we do? What do we do here? You know, and, and, and imagine and if now the, if yep. the Grammy office called me, I would be like, oh, my gosh. Right. So the quote again is if someone offers you an amazing opportunity, but you're not sure that you can do it, say yes, figure out how to do it later. We have been as we've been, you know, really exploring this small business thing. And to, to backtrack a little bit, the reason why we're talking so much, it feels like we just started our small business because I think when we started it, we didn't really know what we were doing and we didn't get the experimental time and the growth time. We just threw it out there and then it did really well. And then we didn't get time to like, wait a minute. Did we, did we diggy Branson it? Oh my gosh. We totally did. Like we just said. We jumped into it. We just said yes. And we didn't know what we were doing. I think it's different though, because we didn't have a choice. Because We had a choice. The choice was you would go apply for radio jobs. Right. But we didn't want to leave. I know. But we, there were choices. Like we, there were choices. But we jumped into the podcast thing and owning a small business. And we were just like, okay, this is what we're doing now. (laughs) We we just spent 15 minutes talking about how we aren't, we we don't do this. We would never do that. Yeah. We actually did scratch everything we just said. (laughs) Yeah. Disregard the 15 minutes of grown folk never do this talk. And you better stop saying grown folk. I really hate that. Why? Because it sounds like, I don't know. It just sounds like my grandmother would say it. How about you just say adult? Because adult seems so mature. Grown folk means like, um, it feels different to me. It feels more casual. Adult means formal rules. 
Okay. That's a whole, that's a whole different conversation. Anyway. So we started our business. We threw the podcast out there. It did really well. And we were basically like, Oh, neat. Okay. We can, we can do this, but there was no, there was a business plan and like a one sentence of here's what we want to do. But there really wasn't a structure to have a sustainable business. When we first started, we were just throwing it out there to see if it would work. And so now it really feels like two years into it, we're doing the things that we in theory should have done before we launched our business. And that's why I keep, we keep talking about things as though it, you know, we're starting this week because that's how it feels because we're doing all of these first steps. It just happens to be two years later. And one of the things that Jeff and I decided that we wanted to do in the growth of ourselves and our company is to start, I don't not networking's not the word, but surrounding ourselves, I guess, with people that are successfully doing either what we want to do or in some capacity. So yeah. maybe they're not in the same, maybe they're we're, not in the podcast We're intentionally industry. bringing people into our, into our orbit that we can learn from and absorb knowledge from. And I think that that is, you know, Jeff and I have the philosophy and I think this is no matter who you are or what you do. And I have lived by this for, since I got my very first job, the attitude of if you are the smartest one in the room, you are in the wrong room. Right. And that will never fail you because even if that doesn't lead anywhere, you know, permanent or it doesn't get you a raise at your job or whatever, the knowledge that you have and the experience that you have is a priceless thing. And it's really cool. So we are making steps. We, we had a meeting last weekend with someone that is definitely smarter than both of us. Right. We have a meeting, not really a meeting, but like a dinner tomorrow night with people that are successful entrepreneurs, just to surround ourselves with that energy. And I wanted to say that out loud because I was so, I forgot in the antisocialness of the past year how much other people's creative energy really can build something cool and just kind of breathe life into what you're passionate about. And I think that for us right now, it applies to growing our business and trying to figure out where our place is in the, in the business world and try to get a foothold and be successful, more successful with it. But I think that applies and I think it's worthy worth a reminder after the the year that we've had, I think that applies to everything because there's a phrase, I might say this wrong, but it's basically, if you want to know what type of person you are, average together the five people that you spend the most time with. So if you want to be a good friend, if you want to be a good sibling, a good whatever it is, employee, a good manager, a good whatever, put people in your orbit that are that are representing what you want to be. I think that also applies to marriage too. Yes. You know what I mean? It's if anything, you are surrounding yourself with people that have strong relationships and strong marriages, not all the time, but that rubs off on you in yes. a really positive way. And yeah. So take the time 
to, you don't have to, you don't necessarily have to kick people out of your orbit, but take the time to look at who. Be mindful. Is, is the closest to your planet, to planet you, and make sure those people represent who you want to be in the future or today or tomorrow, because yeah. Our childhood experiences impact who we are today, even when we're really young. Gift the young innovators in your life a super cool STEAM project to not only encourage them to learn outside of the classroom this summer, but also to keep them busy. Now, speaking of keeping kids busy, Ellie is eight months old now, and she is getting into everything. And the toys that were interesting to her two months ago are old news to her now. That's why we love KiwiCo. With a KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a new crate full of fun science and art projects every month. We got Ellie her first KiwiCo crate when she was only weeks old. So there truly is a crate suitable for kids of all ages. At this point, we love the new stimulation it gives Ellie. And not only do they provide new interesting things for her in the crate, but KiwiCo provides experts to tell you why everything is important for her development. And as a new parent, that knowledge for me is priceless. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash upside. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The only time you think about your socks, am I right, is when they've gone sideways, when they've slipped down below your heel, when they are not protecting you from rubbing against your shoe, when you get a blister. That's the only time you think about your socks, right? Well, Bombas has done all that negative thinking for you, and they've overcome all those issues, especially with their new performance socks, comfortable, supportive. They've got different styles for every sport with specific design features so you can optimize performance for whatever sport you're playing. They've got like a pillow tab, pillow-like tab that save you from blisters. They've got stay-up technology. They've got an arch-hugging system. They've got support, cushiony support on the bottom for, uh, for comfort. And of course, every time you buy a pair of Bomba socks, they donate a pair to someone in need. So you're helping your own feet out and you're helping somebody else out. Um, all of the performance socks by Bombas have this hex tech performance technology, and they're stitched with special moisture wicking yarn and temperature regulating vents that allow cool air to flow in, prevent overheating. You can go to bombas.com slash upside today, get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your first order. Bombas.com slash upside. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash upside. There are some things in our lives that we feel we just can't unload onto friends or to family, and that's where therapy comes in. I've been going to therapy for almost 15 years now, and it has completely changed my life for the better. 
Sometimes it's nice to unplug from the people that we love and plug into someone totally neutral. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You would be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Upside listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day, the right person will make you fall in love with yourself too. Today's three random things is brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. My first random thing is it is physically impossible for pigs to look up into the sky. Oh, that's sad. Isn't that kind of sad? I was feeling sad about that one, too, because I was like, oh, but the sky is so pretty. So a pig doesn't know what a cloud is? Pig doesn't know what the sun, the moon, stars? Well, the sun. But yeah, no, they can't look at the stars or anything. Well, I guess they would. They can't look up. I mean, I guess if you're on your back. Rolling around in just, the mud, you can see. Just because the way they're built? Yeah. Mm. My second random thing is a backronym is an acronym made from a word that already exists. So you pick the word that you want, then you go back and figure out words to fill it. I got it. So. Yep. Do you have an, do you have an example? Um. No. I don't. <laughs> I, I really but I know, don't. I know what you're talking about. It's what, yeah. it's like, it, we want our name to be, we want bro. Okay. What does bro stand for? And then you figure it out because you want your acronym to be bro. Yeah. And I think you can always tell when a company or an organization does that because the, the descriptor doesn't really make a lot of sense. Oh my gosh. It's so far. And you're like that, 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 that's, that's, that's a probably a strep. So, yeah. so anyways, if that's you, a stretch, not a strep. If that's you, might I suggest a backronym that might help you. My third random thing is the next time, and this is just for you, Jeff Dollar, because Donna D, Jeff's mom, loved herself some Pringles. The next time you see a can of Pringles, take a closer look. You will not see the word chip anywhere on the packaging. That is because Pringles aren't made of thinly sliced potatoes. They're made out of dehydrated potato flakes pressed into that shape, you know, the Pringle shape. Yeah. And that's what makes them less greasy. And then when other potato chip manufacturers found out about that, they complained and the FDA said that Pringles could not be marketed as chips. So they uh, settled on potato crisps. So you will not see that it's a chip. It is a crisp. So it used to say potato chip. And then like the folks at Lay's said, no, no, no. They're like, you're not a chip. That's not the same thing. You can't call yourself a chip. So now they call themselves a potato crisp. That seems like such a petty, a petty potato fight. Well, doesn't it? Because one, who knew that? Hence why it's coming into the random things. Yeah. And like, if you're worried about a chip competitor, maybe your product's not that great. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if you're like, worried about a chip competitor, that's actually not really a chip, but it's just pressed together potato flakes, then you really maybe need to refocus. I mean, you know. But you know what? Crisp or chip? 
a Pringle has its place in the world. And when, and when oh, you, yeah, it does. And, when and you're I wouldn't craving put it a, with a chip either. Yeah. When you're craving a Pringle, usually while you're traveling, man, does it hit the spot. It really does. And I feel like that, that complaint, they call it a complaint. I would say like, is it a lawsuit? Is it a, you know, federal complaint, whatever, Petty. you know, that that's someone being like, Oh, we'll show them. Right. They're trying to come into our market. They will not be called a chip ever. So there. And those are my three random things. Callie, if you were going to the Summer Olympics, what would you guarantee get a gold medal in? I would get a gold medal in losing my train of thought and or my phone. Yes, you would. But I was thinking of something else. Is it bad? No. You would get a gold medal in internet stalking. Oh, yes, I would. I don't know. I'm not going to give up any details because I don't know how. I, I can tell the story without giving up the details because I know you were doing stalking missions on behalf of other people. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to give great detail, but uh, two things. One Callie and a friend yesterday were texting about a a third party that they both had like experience. I don't know how to say it, but they had both heard of this, this third party who was very dramatic and there was a involved in a dramatic situation. And Callie says, I want to see what this person looks like. So it was an internet troll type situation. Callie says, I want to see what this person looks like. And starts piecing together pieces of information. And what, 30, 45 minutes later, I hear from the corner of the room, got him. Yeah. And then, of course, then it gets shared via text or whatever. That's one. And then last week, Callie actually made a bet with somebody that she could, based on some information revealed in a podcast, she could find out the true identity of of the central character. And she did. I did. Can I go into more detail about what I was listening to and what? Yeah. The reason I kept it vague is because I didn't, I didn't know. I know that I didn't want to share anything that I wasn't allowed to share. Oh, I don't know what I'm allowed to share. I just won't say that specific episode, but I was listening to Cheaties and I was picking up context clues as I do. And here's the thing about Cheaties is like, it's a, it's really a lighthearted show and it's not bitter. It's like, oh my, you know, it's like having wine with your girlfriends and like, you know. And talking about the, the jerk guy who cheated on your third friend, two girlfriends hanging out. Third yeah. It's like, it's very light and, yeah. and it's hard to explain unless you are listening to it, but it really does, you know, make you feel good. And it's super entertaining. Is it that, can I t- describe it like from a guy's perspective? Well, from what it looks like. Not a guys, because guys are on the show as guests too. It's like Lace and Catherine are, are two great friends and a third party got cheated on. So Lace and Catherine get together and say, we need to take her out and give her some wine and talk through. We need what, to talk about we this. We need to talk through what happened. And that's what the episode is. And they don't share names and they yeah. don't disparage anyone. It's kind of like, you know. It's helping the girlfriend. It, I think on their, the home, guy. on their homepage, it says, it's like if your therapist could talk crap about your ex. Perfect. <laughs> Which is pretty much what it is. So I often 
think, man, I wish I knew what this person looked like. I wish I knew, you know what I mean? I would just love to know more about the background life of this human. Like I would like to see based on this crazy story. I would love to find the pictures of them sitting at their, with their family at Christmas. Like I just would love to see the person that this is. So I was really motivated one day and I was listening to an episode and I'm like, you know what? I bet that I could figure out who that person is. And they gave no, I mean, did not mention the person's name. Did they, they were just telling an entertaining story. So I text Lace. I'm like, I think I can figure out who this is. Sure enough, I find it. She confirms that like, that's the person. How long did it take you? That one took a while. It took me like three hours. And I actually was like, it was spread over like a day or two, wasn't it? No, it, it was, was like three hours. But I said to her, I'm like, okay, I give up. Like, I don't have any more time to, to do this today. And she said, she was like, you know, I was on the page and I was like, all right, well, is this it? She was like, oh my gosh, that's so weird. You're so weird. Then I was like, I'm going to see if Chrissy can do this. So I sing Chrissy the episode. I'm like, okay, based, and we don't know this person. It's not someone in our circle. Never. I mean, zero interaction with anyone involved. And I told Chrissy, cause Chrissy also listens to the show. I was like, go listen to that episode of Chidi's. And pick up, see if you can get any like Chrissy intel from that and see if you can text me the name of the person that it is. And she also did it. We are level 10 creeps. Literally Lace texted me back and she was like, you are a weirdo. She's like, you're (laughs) such a psycho. And I'm like, no, I don't think of it as I'm a psycho. I think of it as this is a service to the world. And I even said, because they said you should be our Chidi's PI. And between Chrissy and I, we could solve anything. Sure. And so I so have actually you, pitched this as a segment on the upside. And Jeff's like, well, it's not really upside I'm like, you're right. It's not really upside But, you know, Lace, Catherine, if you guys, you know, want me to lend my services. And Chrissy and I together are just, you know, unstoppable. I feel like if you went, if you used your maiden name, I feel like McCluskey and Riggs is a really great oh. PI firm. It is. Call McCluskey and Riggs. They'll find them. Mm -hmm. So, well, anyways, my point is, if you were going to the Olympics, your gold medal would be in digital stalking. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word UPSIDE to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. So the whole digital stalking thing, I can't believe I forgot to tell the story. I didn't even tell you. I was at work, my corporate job, and we have very serious security. Like, oh, of course, yeah. Incredible, like former or members of the military. I'm sure. sure. I, these people's resumes are insane, right? For they some reason, really I really know what they're doing. I imagine every security officer in your building being like Liam Neeson in that movie where his daughter got kidnapped. And he's like, uh, I will find you. I mean, yeah, they will. Like, I, they yeah. are so good at what they do. And naturally, you should try to get a job with them. Okay, so listen to this. So (laughs) I consider myself an armchair detective, right? So I'm a creep and I can creep and and find weird stuff online as can Chrissy. So I'm sitting at my desk last week and the head of security for 
you know, the building or whatever. Big deal, always dressed to the nines in a suit. And he's got a partner that's always with him. With sure. him. Like they tag team on security and they're like the head honchos, right? Yeah. So they walk Probably in. Probably always office. wearing an earpiece like Secret Service. Not oh. an earpiece because they're too good. Oh. You know what I mean? It's like they telepathically know stuff and then yeah. they just show up and they're in these suits. And I'm like, Whoa. Right. Anyways. I have a fascination with their jobs. I love it and I get to interact with them because, you know, I, I work closely with with famous people that are on TV. So there's security concerns. So I work with them a lot. They walk into my office last week to meet my talent. My talent was already gone. And I'm like, oh, hi, I'm Callie. And they're like, oh, this is, you know, so-and-so. I can't even remember his name because I was so excited. I'm like, hi, so-and-so. And they're like, he's the head of the security for the whole, like, like, so we're our building. And then the global company Perfect. has a security team. So this is like the head of that. Yeah. It's coming to see how the Atlanta team is operating, right? <laughs> I somehow, and it's like I blacked out for three minutes. And when I came to realize what I was saying, I was telling the head of corporate security for a massive company how good I am at online stocking and how I want to do his job because I think I'm qualified because of the online stocking that I do. You realize somebody at his level <laughs> can probably call like Mark Zuckerberg on I his know. cell phone. Be like, hey, who's this person? I was, and you know, he, they're like, all right, we're, we're, we're going to go now. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassing. I was like, I hope that they walked out of there and thought that I was being cute, funny, and kidding instead of realizing that I was a total psycho and completely serious. Hey, it's Meredith from Smyrna again. Um, calling about the phone making us dumber. <clears throat> and here's how I see it. If our phone, if our, or having ac an instant access to the internet is making us less smart, I think that's like also saying driving is weakening our walking skills. So, yes, technically true, but is it really the same trade-off? Absolutely not. So, I say let's keep the internet. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A couple of the reviews online for Rothy's read like this, quote, these shoes are like walking on clouds, end quote. How about this one? Quote, no break in period, no blisters, just pure comfort, end quote. Those are a couple of the reasons that Rothy's best shelling, selling shoe for women, the point in black has over 5,000 near perfect reviews. 5,000 near perfect reviews. And that is the reason that I am not going to hesitate to order my first pair of Rothy's as a man, because now Rothy's has men's shoes. They're all intentionally designed with an artisanal level of detail. They're created with nearly zero waste, and they're the same durable, washable, better for the planet shoes that the women have been enjoying for years. Plus, they've got a nearly perfect fit after wash, after wash, after wash, because they put so much research and development, development into creating the perfect shoe. 
to help you welcome summer in style, Rothy's is doing something special. They gave us the opportunity to share this super rare discount with upside listeners, but only for a limited time. Through August 1st, you can get $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. You do not want to miss this opportunity to save money on your Rothy's shoes. Go to rothys.com slash upside, save $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more, and find your new favorites today. rothys.com slash upside. Ali Jeff, it's Steve from Apopka, Florida, and I'm actually in Apopka this Monday morning. I'm not a space nerd, but Brian Reagan once did a bit called I Walked on the Moon about people at parties trying to one-up each other. And if an astronaut's there, of course, they can one-up everybody by saying I Walked on the Moon. Same thing for Branson. Next time they have their little billionaire cocktail party, no matter what else anybody bought or did, he can say I was the first in space. Fast forward five or ten years, there'll probably be an app on your phone, liftoff, or Greyhound in space where you can book your own round trip trip. Keep up the good work. Bye. You have only ever seen yourself through photographs and the mirror. You've never seen the way your smile beams from its edges every time you talk about something that you love, or the way that your eyes light up at the sight of sunrises or coffee or puppies. <laughs> so the next time someone tells you how beautiful you are, don't question it. Because although you have never seen it, it's all that they know. And they've been amazed by it every single day.